When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. It's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile. It's the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Today we're going to see uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the latest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the latest thorn in Kathy's side <laughs> in her ongoing battle with big budget cinema. It's not as hard on my side, actually, because I really liked the first Black Panther, albeit I need you to give me a refresh because I don't remember it, but I do remember really enjoying it. Do you want a recap right now? I'd love a recap, but yeah, so this isn't a thorn on my side, actually. Um, like, I have vowed to, for example, never watch another Thor movie, but... Is that your vow? Yeah, I, I will. I mean, you vowed never to watch another Marvel movie about, <laughs> about eight years ago. Um... Well, there's certainly like a lot of the TV shows now that I'll just refuse to watch, like flat out. But um, there's but too I many love though. Hulk. I think that they, they do require some selective. They require, and we talk about them over on our Patreon. But we did both just love She-Hulk, and we just saw Letitia Wright in Aisha, which yes. is an incredible movie. Go see that movie. It's on Sky Cinema. Yeah, brilliant movie, and she's in it. Um, so it's funny that we're going to do these back to back um, what a time for her to be in like one of the biggest movies of the year and then one of the most important movies of the year Yeah. so I'm excited to see her um, and I'm also just kind of really interested to see how they address all the Chadwick Boseman stuff it's obviously like really sad that he's passed away and I know how inspirational he was there, there, so I, many young black kids so I'm just really interested to see, kind of see how they address all that in general me too and I don't know how they're going to um, I know, except that I know they're not they, they haven't recast mm-hmm. the role which I think is a a nice sort of tribute and so I'm interested it's, to see how it, they'll work yeah, around that yeah how you that. can work in, it into it um, um, so yeah that's, I, that's all really interesting also to me. so just, no, this isn't a tour on my side but I do need a recap because I can't actually remember the before we do the recap just to say I don't normally watch trailers um because I find them full of I don't watch trailers for movies I know I'm going to see because mm-hmm. I find that they just give you too much information about the movie and can be spoilery but um, the buzz for the 
first Black Panther Wakanda Forever teaser trailer was so strong I was like I've got to check this thing out teasers and are fine anyway oh my god it was anyway. am- this is an amazing trailer so I think this movie's got a lot to live up to from that trailer with the oh, score okay. to No Woman No Cry beautiful trailer like one of the best trailers of the year um, right so Black Panther spoilers for the movie Black Panther okay so I'm going to try and sum this up Brief. super quick for Kathy in 30 seconds let's go <laughs> okay so um T'Challa, who we had already met in Captain Civil War, which was the second ever episode of this podcast, right, uh, Captain okay. America Civil War. That's where he was introduced. His father dies in that. He becomes the king of Wakanda, a nation that has. Um, I do remember Wakanda. A nation that has uh, is perceived by the world as a, a third world country, but in reality, is secretly the most technologically advanced nation on earth because it has access to uh, vibranium which is what Captain America's shield is made out of and many other things Um, in that movie um, they are challenged by Michael B. Jordan's character oh I loved him in it I forgot he was in it who refers himself as Killmonger and he is a um, former child of Wakanda who was uh, whose father was murdered by the uh, the brother what part the- of this is a 30 second summary <laughs> you know, are you keeping track uh, basically he takes the nation over becomes the Black Panther and then there's some ca- awesome T'Challa fights go? T'Challa um, loses the power and sort of becomes he, there's a do you remember there's an awesome waterfall challenge fight scene where if you be named the king you fight someone and if you win you become the king very vague and it was brilliant and um, anyway it's it's a brilliant movie it was like a really fun spy sort of movie and also sort of a, a real cool celebration and infusion of a variety of different sort of African cultures blended together into a cool fictional nation called Wakanda which again featured heavily in uh, Avengers Infinity War which you really liked but probably don't remember that either mm-hmm. I do remember that being in Wakanda though and then it was Ryan Coogler right who had done Creed which we love that's right and he's and back to direct this okay yeah so no I yeah. am excited for this one actually now the, the runtime has me a bit scared oh it's too long already two we, hours I know it's too long minutes. already but look we'll put that aside let's yeah. not speak of that again we've made right. the point um, we'll go and see it now and we'll be back on the other side bye his people did not call him general or king they called him kukul khan the feather serpent god killing him will risk eternal war he's coming the surface world. We know what you whisper. They have lost the protector. Hi there, hello. Hello. We're back, it's us. We've seen Black Panther Wakanda forever. It's been hours since we've seen you. (laughs) Um, And uh, as always on the cinema, there won't be any spoilers for this movie until we get to Spoiler Street. Mm -hmm. So firstly, let's just talk about 
how we feel. How does this movie make you feel? Should people watch this movie? So I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I think they handled really brilliantly the passing of the Black Panther. Um, and I think I love what they did in the opening credit scenes. And I think the film surprised me because so often with Marvel movies they're completely tangled up in like Marvel lore and, and they get very dull for me so I liked that this movie actually was like completely separate because I know when they'd all been in Endgame they'd all been mixed up so I was glad that it was really separate well, again well I would argue this is mixed up in Marvel lore but it's new Marvel or lore or stuff that I don't know about to this cinematic universe yeah that yeah. I'm not bored of you don't, you, I would say you definitely really don't need to have seen any previous Marvel no, stuff to get but I think you'd want yeah. to have seen the last Black Panther it would to help to, to have resonate. seen Black yeah. Panther for sure um, so I really love the journey of Letitia Wright um, I found the plot really compelling um, there's, there's a kind of Lost City of Atlantis vibe plot some of which worked for me some of which didn't and I know we mentioned the run length beforehand but if it had just been a bit shorter I think I would have been a bit more engaged by that stuff but overall, um, I was quite moved at the end as well. And I just think Letitia Wright's amazing. I can't believe she's in these two films back to back. Like, as in, they're out within a week of each other. Like, that's something else for an actor. I think she completely held the movie. And, like, it's quite a big leap up from what I remember her being as, like, you know, a side character in the last one. Yeah. Uh, I think she, she's, like, she's holds almost the movie like together. A, she's almost like a comic relief buddy for T'Challa. And, and she's a lot more lighthearted. I think she's so serious in her, this movie. And her role in this is a lot different, and she steps up to the challenge. So I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed the music. And um, yeah, I, I have to say, I just really enjoyed it. Now, is it like my favorite movie ever? No. Is it a patch on Aisha? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you can't compare it. That's not fair I to compare it. it. I just Why don't you sure compare it to the first uh, Black Panther? That's I more of a fair I can't. I don't comparison. really remember it. But this would be in my top. Uh, Marvel movies right of all the ones I've enjoyed this is up top and I also just love the significance and it does not go in any way unnoticed the significance of like multiple scenes that are just these amazing black women and no one else is on screen and they're like holding up this tempo movie and like how inspiring that is it is amazing anyone to watch never mind like a young black girl like it's incredible and wonderful and the fact that it's you know such a big movie and I know the cultural impact that the first movie had um, and you know Marvel went far too long without having any female or black lead characters so this movie you know it's brilliant I love it not, yeah, just, Mar- I love that. not just Marvel but definitely Marvel but also just not like just Marvel, cinema like hot, big big budget Hollywood cinema if you think I agree, of how but far Marvel is now big budget Hollywood cinema so yes no no I'm yeah. saying they, they, they took too long too yeah. but I think it is an incredible um to, 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 to have witnessed in our lifetime like the difference in like w- when we came up on like um, spectacle cinema in the 90s it was um, I don't know what was it like Independence Day and well, it was- um, big uh, uh, big action movies but always like net, there was very little representation or it was tokenism to, co- to go from that to as you say a film this film is the, all of the protagonists are black women yeah right like all of them yeah awesome. um, and it is you know to, also America is the bad guy right? I love that that's yeah, another yeah. interesting Absolutely thing in this that. Yeah. Like, anyway what's your overall thought on the film though before we get to spoilers oh yeah sure um, so I kind of agree with all the things you said but I didn't like it as much as you did mm-hmm. um, I think this film is 
is good, not great. I think it does, it, it has some really great elements. I think Letitia Wright is fantastic. She holds this movie up. She's so regal um, as well, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's brilliant. She's doing all the heavy lifting here. Um, Angela Bassett is great in the supporting role. Do you know what? Angela gets more Bassett to do for me here. was like... I love Angela Bassett, but she's a bit over the top in a couple of scenes. Yeah, in a yeah, of yeah. Scenes, like, Let, we'll talk about that in spoilers. Yeah, she, I thought she was like, <laughs> it was like she was on stage as opposed like, to in a film. Nam 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 scenery. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, but but, but, but I liked is, it, but it threw me off. It didn't quite match the tone of the rest of the film. Yeah, this is Letitia Wright's movie. Yeah, um, and her character becomes very interesting. Um, and I love I'd forgotten how what a great scientist she is. I love all that stuff as well. So I think the I think when the, when this I think as a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, this movie is very successful. I think it's done um, very delicately and touchingly, and they, and they you know they parallel real life. Um, this, that was the choice they made, it and it's really very hard. effective. Like it's very. It's that's so hard for them to have worked through and figured out what to do. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, and yeah, so the beginning massive. and end of this movie tie into that um, directly and I think are very successful at doing that. Now, what I think it falls over is everything else it's trying Atlantis. to do in the middle. Yeah, it, this movie suffers in the way that... Um, um, was it one of the... Oh, yeah, uh, Ultron. The, uh, the Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, is often criticised for trying to kind of be a movie but also set up a load of other things Mm -hmm. right and that's a common criticism of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general and I feel like this movie this isn't a spoiler but like Ironheart is in this movie she is very I would say redundant is that Um, Julie Louis-Dreyfus? no this is the um, the young um, black scientist who becomes a kind of oh I loved her no no she's great very charming um, actress but she she is totally if you took her out of this movie it would make no difference oh to I disagree anything. we get to spoil She's, the street on yeah that. we can talk about that yeah, just, but if you took her if you took her out of the movie I I don't think it would make I, I don't any difference to the movie it's really just table setting for here's another character so what I don't like is these backdoor pilots which they shove into these movies it be, and that is part of the reason this becomes a bloated mess for me and I was genuinely for the first half of this movie quite bored and it, I don't think the movie had any real momentum or impetus it was you know and it was it, like a character journey which I, I see I was really enjoying no, that no no but yeah okay go on but the, the Ironheart thing I didn't know any of that so I didn't feel like it was table setting and I actually just enjoyed her and thought she was really cool and I love how they're both really scientific and their minds work together just to get just to be clear I thought she was great I think the character's great I think the actor's great I'm saying she give her her own movie or a TV series which is probably what's going to happen I don't like don't force her into this movie focus on Wakanda focus on Shuri because that's all the stuff that's working for me okay and as and we'll talk about it in Spoiler Street but I thought the whole um, Namor um, whatever the name of it <laughs> Atlantis par- uh, like uh, knockoff Aquaman was a mixed bag I think I um, enjoyed some of it and then it got tedious but again it's just I think actually the majority of our problems are related to the length yeah because inherently something gets baggy and, and we'll talk in spoiler street because I, yeah. can, I can I was watching this bored I felt like there was like really it was just pointless it was point A to point B to point C you need to get here and I was just like my god I could just cut an hour out of this movie and make it a lot more efficient and I feel 
would be better for it because it would have the, the scenes that have genuine dramatic and emotional impact would be more impactful when they're not weighed down by 45 minutes to an hour of just plots that's interesting because I often get really really bored in Marvel movies particularly towards the end Yeah. and I never got bored in this one now there was a point at the end where I felt like it had ended and then there was like numerous epilogues but I didn't even mind them I think I was just no that's okay I'm okay with that I was experiencing it as like a character journey and it was like for me it was just like watching Letitia Wright I think I may also have been more partial to it because we've just watched her in another very much character journey um, so I was like really with her and uh, yeah I never got bored and like normally I'll often get bored at the end in like action-y scenes I didn't either in this one so I was never bored but at the same time I was thinking this is too long so. I, I think the screenplay is the problem um, and a tighter edit um, and I'll talk about in spoilers where I think where I think specifically they, I would have trimmed um, okay but otherwise like I, I think it is a good time it, it, it looks it looks good it's a good follow up to the first one it is not as good as the first one I really don't think so um, I think it's trying too hard to be too many things but do you think this often um, happens with these movies is that the first one is like a blast of fresh air and it's exciting but then we've since seen Wakanda and Endgame and now we see it again so the kind of the joy of seeing Wakanda the mystery of that is kind of gone I actually disagree I think this movie is poorer for not spending enough time in Wakanda it's doing too much other things if they had spent the whole movie with a Wakanda based plot with an an internal conflict I would have been more on board with that personally because Wakanda is awesome so are you telling me that you are getting sick of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that what you're telling me because that's what I'm hearing yeah kind of and when I, you said backdoor pilot, that's, that's such a good... They're always backdooring that's not a, other... That's, leading up to other things. That's not new information. I said the same in, going into Doctor Strange. I said the same into, into Thor. I am I'm getting fed up with it. Yeah. And I, and I am. Genuinely am. It's, it's just like... There's kind of no end in sight. Yeah. And we'll talk about it in spoiler. Like, in spoilers, it feels like... When we get to spoilers, we'll talk about, like... There's things in this movie that seem like they're planning like 20 years ahead right <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, I'm tired already I'm it's tired of it it's that they didn't make this movie uh, sooner in, earlier in the cinematic universe because I love her as a character and I love I love Wakanda but because it's all become so bloated yeah you can't help but if have it, that resonance if this was a t- if this was a, a two hour movie about Shuri and Wakanda and just that and then and then give her the Namor conflict as well and strip all that other stuff out I think this would be a lot better for it okay anyway now we go to spoiler street before we get to spoiler street though can I take this opportunity yes you please? can would you mind if I take this opportunity I wouldn't to personally thank our new patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the cinemile and they are Charles Tinsley thank you Charles thanks Charles Sophie Keeley thank thanks, you Sophie, Sophie. And Gary Robbins, thank you. Thanks, Gary. Thank you, Gary. And they have all joined at the the rate of two or three pounds uh, a month, or two fifty, or four euro. A month. I forget the currency is of, <laughs> but, but, but it's it's about the, the is dead. about the price of a coffee a month. Uh, and what do they get? They get access, instant access to uh, what forty retro movies, fifty plus spoilerific TV recaps. Yeah, um, including we've just reviewed all of Rings of Power, all of House of the Dragon, and we're currently watching The White Lotus, and we're currently chatting about kind of all the TVs we watch in general in both spoiler ways and non-spoiler ways over there. So come and, over and uh, say uh, hi. Next, next week I'm going to be doing a, uh, a live 
bonus episode on all of Andor season one for all of our patrons um, and also you can vote on our next retro movie um, which is the first movie that you saw at the cinema so we've got a selection of ones that our patrons have shared their stories with so uh, it's a good time to join our Patreon patreon.com forward slash the cinema alright oh look at this oh we're on spoiler street hello spoiler how about street. that um, so spoilers now for Black Panther Wakanda forever and I guess Black Panther um, but, uh, and I guess all 538 films in the maybe, I universe don't, don't think we really and all the TV shows because I am going to talk about the Captain America TV show oh you are and the Falcon Soldier whatever the fuck it was called oh okay so yeah, yeah some spoilers I guess and if we do re- if we do reference any of those individual things we will give you a quick spoiler heads up <laughs> as we go oh no spoilers for you okay yeah we'll let you go See, it's dangerous just walking around. Anyone can get spoilers <laughs> anywhere. We're just we're just a walking spoiler time bomb. <laughs> we are. All right, so. So can I say the things that you know the way to the point that you were saying things could be taken out? You can say the things, yeah. I don't think what the would young, you have taken. I don't think the young scientist needs to be taken out. I think Julia Louise Dreyfus and Martin Freeman needed to be taken yes, out. Yes, neither what? of them contributed anything. Anything to this movie to the point where I was watching it just like. The brain creaking, like wait a second, didn't know Julia Louise Dreyfus show up in spoilers for Black Widow, and didn't she show up in Winter Soldier? Yeah, and she did. Isn't she supposed to be like creating like a league of bad Avengers? She's got yes, she's so why is she in the this thun- film? The Thunderbolts, which they have announced. But why um, is she in this film as Martin Freeman's ex-wife? Just I think just to set her two things up. One that uh, she is the director of the CIA now I guess or was I don't know who cares and and also is Martin Freeman's ex-wife but everything does any of them... that matter does anything they do in this movie have any impact no on anything no no it does not uh, nothing absolutely Even when, nothing when I mentioned There's... a couple of epilogues his epilogue at the end I was like I don't care what like, happens oh, wow. I'd already forgotten he'd been arrested so <laughs> exactly. I think those two we could have shaved a clean 10 minutes off the film Yeah, and in fact they were all d- it's done is like the first time I saw Julia Louise Dreyfus show up at the end of Black Widow I was really pumped because I love her she's one of my famous, actress, famous actresses by the end of this film I'm like I don't care to ever see her again also, I don't care for any of those movies I don't understand why she was here also can I just say I completely agree with everything you're saying and the thing that really baffled me about her appearance was that she shows up at the crime scene after Shuri and uh, the Ironheart have been taken um, she shows up says to Martin Freeman what have we got here then looks at some evidence <laughs> does nothing and then says right I have to get back to DC you drive me and he's like it's a six hour drive and, and it's just like oh but I want to talk to you it's just like wait you came here six hours to not do anything and yeah. like and like and said, give one instruction there was nothing to see except Martin Freeman found some beads which later she said was bugged and, then and that's like, the table setting stuff that you're saying that's they're, I, they're trying to lay Julie Louise Dreyfus up but like they didn't need to we know her she's super famous we didn't need, like we don't need her teed up for us and then Martin Freeman I never really got in the first film anyway I thought he was weird in it and I don't get him in this film Yeah. so he was just like for continuity almost and then it's like someone around There's the table a- was like oh great well actually him and Louise Julie Louise Dreyfus can be married because why not there, there was a, there was a great joke going around in the first Black Panther that um, Andy Serkis and uh, Martin Freeman uh, both played rom- prominent roles in um, The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So they, in this movie, they were the Tolkien white guys. 
<laughs> which I think is excellent. Um, Andy Serkis was in this movie. He was in the first one. Oh. Um, I was like, what CGI So yeah, they, I would have cut them out. Um, Ironheart, look, is charming. I loved her. She's so. good. But how, but like, it grinds the film to a halt in that beginning when it's like, now we're going to go off and do this mission. So it's like, no, I like bring the me mission. the scientist. They go get the scientist. Then they go, it's just like, all of that was like, and, and honestly, it wasn't very fun. It was, um, that, that whole action scene in the car and her in the air, it felt too floaty. Nothing felt no stakes. She should stand agree a drone with you that, thing. Um, I do agree with you that that all would have been better teased out and better served the character in a TV show. Um, but I, but I, I liked the idea that someone has made a machine that can hunt vibranium, and therefore the sea people want that scientist. I don't mind any of that, but I agree with you that too much time was spent on then getting the scientist. I also don't understand, and I know they were trying to show us like a central moral dilemma of like how like Michael B. Jordan was versus how like the Black Panther was, but like but they take so long they, to get to that. But even that, I don't understand why Angela Bassett would have died to save the scientist's life. I just don't. That all felt very perfunctory, didn't it? Like I like, didn't feel anything when Angela Bassett died. She's the queen, um, and like she's dying to save this pleb's life and I say it in the sense of like how royals view their, the common people like I just don't buy it no I do buy that and I like this one thing I really liked about this movie was that this is for me what superhero movies should be and should aspire to be Marvel in Dinos. that they are they are um, presenting to young audiences um, like Moral, moral education, right? Like, because let's face it, they do. We learned from Superman, like how, like what, what the ideal of, of like um, justice and the, the American way should be. Do you know these superheroes are supposed to represent the best of us? And I found that the central theme of this movie, um, I, I thought was relatively, you know, we've seen it a lot, and is basically is relatively simplistic, but is a good and important one, which is surely. Um, choosing between her um, brother's nobility, you know, being noble, doing the right thing, mm-hmm. or Killmonger and his sort of, you know, giving into vengeance and feeling. Well, the fish and- guy basically was like, there's one or there's an other and there's nothing in between. And obviously, I guess by the end, Shuri's like the in-between, though they didn't quite explicitly tie it back to that line, which I thought they were going to... But- but, but like I, I do agree with you. I, I agree with you in theory on that. But I think the scientists. I don't believe that the entire of Wakanda would have fallen to save one American girl's life. I just don't. Um, well, no. And but I think they represented that okay in the council scene when one of them was just like, "Let him have the girl," and another one was like, "No, let's go kill him." Um, kill the fish man right they, they were having the debate I would have loved to but- see more of that council because as it was happening I was remembering the first movie and I loved that guy the kind of like badass guy yeah from the from the outsider uh, yeah the, the, there's like a snowy outsider people I really Wakanda. remember then enjoying him in the first movie and yeah. and he's oh, good in this I like well. that he's like I promise your brother I'd be your counsellor and when she's like kill the fish guy he's like no that's actually a really bad idea and he gave her like actual good counsel even though he'd said kill the fish guy about I half also an hour that to turn into Black Panther that you only need to prove that you can arm wrestle this dude um, and then you're Black Panther. That appeared to be the ceremony. Oh, is that is that what it was? Yeah, she arm wrestled him, and then he was like, "Black Panther forever!" Oh yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, I love her as Black Panther. Like, I think she actually had like Michelle Pfeiffer in like Batman vibes. I it was really awesome. enjoy. Like, 
I guessed the movie was going to be her becoming Black Panther, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't and sure I either. And I love how she earned it because she like synthesized the potion. So she like really earned it. If she can synthesize plants though out of nothing, like 3D print plants, then has she not just solved world hunger? No, because she synthesized something that is a combination of your man's mom's beads, her brother's DNA, <laughs> and a load of white balls that live in the air. Do you know what? I'm okay with all that. Yeah. I liked the science montage. Okay. I was behind it, and I liked Ironheart building her suit and all that. And I like that she's a cool engineer. Right? The, yeah, um, it's fun. What I think is baffling is that Disney, this month, released a film about um, blue people who live in the water fighting an aggressive colonial force over a precious resource called vibranium and next month they're going to release a (laughs) film about blue people who live in water fighting a colonial aggressive force over a precious resource called unobtainium is it called Unobtainium? It is called Unobtainium. Is Avatar by Disney? Avatar is by Disney. Wow. It's the same movie. I was, because the Avatar trailer was on before. And a trailer before. before yeah, it. and I was like, like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, this is like a combination of Aquaman, like Lost City of Atlantis shit, and yeah, Avatar. Now, like, as soon as she went... Fi- by yeah. the way, I found the, all that underwater stuff and the guy very compelling as like a concept of all of these people living under the water. And like what had happened to his mom and how he was like a mutant and all that kind of stuff. But again, it was just like, but what movie am I watching? Yeah, you're 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 like, I really wanted. I came here for Wakanda Forever. I really would have liked a Wakanda movie because I I thought the opening stuff with like how they um, perform a funeral and the oh, dancing yeah, and all that is like beautiful and cool. Um, and and I felt like. Yeah, look, I mean, look, this is a complaint. They, it's world building. Was it completely then he's like, successful? In the future, they'll come to our, they'll come to to our to help us. At the at, at the oh, end, yeah. he said that. So it's, it's like, oh another, great, it's so just another. another thing. Who is that actor? I didn't recognize him. Uh, he's a Mexican actor. I I wasn't familiar with him either. A huge role. Um, but I've got IMDb open, and his name is uh, Ten. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Tenoch Huerta. Um, He's really good in this. I just he had a for cool him. look. I hate to be in like my boxes for the entire movie. I know. And did you see that you can go online and people have found behind the scenes foot footage and stills from the final movie, which indicate that they have um, digitally altered his crotch because <laughs> he's they've they've reduced his bulge to make it less distracting. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine some he's some? Like, could you not alter it the other way? Some guy, some guy or girl at ILM. Was it, it was their job to just <laughs> digitally reduce his penis in wow. every in every frame, frame that by frame. That is mad. I love their idea of like making like a vacuum to suck the water out of him. What was interesting is like how cast catastrophically badly that went. And I liked that because Alicia Shirai got too power, like very quickly became too drunk on her own power. I like that. So I think and I she loved did when deserve she, to fail there. All that was class. And I loved when then she was like. Uh, get to the desert quick! <laughs> it was just like, and he's just tearing the ship apart with his. But they don't even go to a desert; sword. they go to just a beach. Like. I know, but I thought that he was stabbed her fully through the stomach. Oh, I thought that that final fight between the two of them, I thought was awesome. I did as well. And then when she does the when she does the Wakanda forever, and then just like explodes the ship behind him, I was like, whoa! Yeah, that was so cool. And for a moment, I thought, whoa, she's actually killed him, and she's gone to the dark side. Yeah, and that would have been interesting too. But I didn't want it for her. No, I really and I also as a didn't character. want it for the kids in the audience. And I think. This this is like back to my point. I think, I think it is important that superheroes do make like um, the right choice. Like, what is what what like it, is it worth fighting 
for one person and is it right to prevent war like fight as much as these movies are and always end up being just violence. lots of fight, violence and fight scenes the, the, they are searching and they do end on a peaceful like that, that is the goal is a non-violent uh, solution <laughs> to so the conflict funny. the goal of a Marvel movie is a non-violent solution after a 55 after a minute violence. violence I know scene. I know I know look it's relatively hypocritical I really enjoyed though the kind of the, what I thought was really good and to go back up to very early in the film like I guess like the second scene after the opening when we meet the scientists who are looking for the vibranium and they're out at sea and it's almost like that was a, a brilliant scene movie. it was like a horror movie and, and they're like mermaids they're all singing oh that was so creepy yeah I really enjoyed that and I think the singing thing went unexplored Did you? and like it came back again at the end but like I I didn't yeah, I, was I was like ex- wait they're hypnotising people on earth I didn't get I was that. expecting a moment where Shuri would say hey everybody put in these headphones yeah. and, and you'll all be fine like um, nothing came of it and I love that they had the ship with like the sonic thing but then you're one, I guess, the second in command of like the fish people. She like, was cool. It. Hit she her was so and the cool. other guy that as the sort of uh, primary henchmen yeah. of Namor, I thought were awesome. I also loved the look of the uh, I don't know what they're called, the fish people. Um, you know the way they had these masks that had water when they were about on the surface. Yeah, that was. Cool. I thought the look was cool. Now, um, an issue, a few issues I had with the whole fish people thing. Um, Number one is Namor and his winged feet. Now, I think... The, I, He's a mutant, Dave. I guess this must be straight up from the comics, right? And Absolutely. he must have winged feet and can fly. But I think historically, right, there was a time when the Thor movie was about to come out and there was a lot of people speculating, like, you know, is this is this an easy thing to adapt? Because it's like, like fantasy in space and it's weird and it's a weird p- p- left turn from the relatively grounded Iron Man and other superhero things we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, are people going to buy that? And they did. And so that was a bit of a gamble at the time. And I think every time Marvel have pushed the boat out a bit more, a bit more with, like, translating some of their stuff and, and from, from comic book to screen, because they do risk things looking absurd or silly. It did look silly, I think. And I think it looks silly. I think yeah. it looks stupid. And, and, and I think they obviously made a decision. Do we, you know, he could have just taken his winged ankles off or found another way for him to fly to reta- to stay true to the character but look they made a choice for me it did not work it looked stupid it looks it just is is such a stupid concept if you ask me well, it's kind not of only cool, that though, if how do the do physics it. work like how could you how could wings on tiny wings on your feet not only explain a, that he propels himself using energy from water Yes, but then, but then he stays afloat. Like what? You would be upside down. Your legs would would Dave, go to the he air. He propels himself. How does he using stay straight? Energy How does he? It is from water. It is not your center of gravity and it your is. ankles. He's a magical fish man. <laughs> He's a mutant. I hate it. You've watched the X Men. Like, what's your problem? Uh, but like, like I, if I can believe in like Jennifer Lawrence being blue head to toe, being mystique, I can believe in this dude having that ability. I have another problem. Another problem. The fish people. Uh, grew gills, right? We saw them grow gills on their neck, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. So they breathe through gills, like fish do. And they can't breathe on air, yeah. But yet when they come up to the surface, they don't cover their gills with water, they cover their mouths with water. Maybe they also cover their gills with water and we just didn't see that point. I I don't know, that didn't really make sense. I love the idea of his mom being pregnant and drinking like this magical juice and because he's the only person who was ever, like he was conceived on air 
but then drank the potion in utero and then was born in the water that he is like no one else of that tribe will ever have that experience again that was kind of cool and I, that like- was like, I thought his backstory was really cool again it could have been its own TV show or something and I also liked that they were um, descendants of the Mayan people um, like and and uh, which which also explained to me in the moment why her AI was in, which annoyed me. Shuri's AI was instantly able to translate their language and then create a translation. I was like, how would it be able to do that? But then it identified it as an ancient Mayan language. And then when they so were speaking I, in blue, cool. that was the Mayan language. Yeah, I like the different colors. But I thought, I th- yeah, I, I thought the backstory was um, interesting, um, and I also liked that it directly paralleled with the first movie's theme of sort of um, uh, colonialism and, and the history of that and yeah. and an oppressed colonial force. So, so Wakanda and whatever his name or his village was called, Tukanda or something, whatever it was, um, they, they're... Um, they, they, they shared a lot of sort of shared and they, that was like they had sad. a common enemy it was sad when he like at, at the very first time we met him and he said like your brother introduced the world to vibranium this is your fault you need to help us I was like he's actually got a really good point there yeah. he just didn't need to go straight to bring me the scientist so I can kill her as his like well, as part. with a lot of the Marvel villains nowadays in recent times they all have sort of somewhat of a point you can see but it's their methods which are questioned yeah like I believed it like I genuinely believed it and I actually thought it was really sad at the end like I thought the fight scene looked really good and wasn't like the sh- like I've never seen in a Marvel film there's usually very much like city destruction and it's really dull yeah the stuff on the boat the was the awesome boat was I loved cool. I loved the vertical fight scene loved all with that. her on the side of the boat it was like fantasy and- when you're watching people you know scaling up castle walls and stuff yeah. I, I really enjoyed all that stuff but it made me really sad because you're watching these two incredibly unique cultures fighting each other when they they shouldn't be because actually their common enemy is in this film America who's trying to take uranium or France or France France, as it turns out any western country who's actually trying to steal their resources and attack them so it was actually really sad seeing that boat scene and I think that's why it was really profound when they somewhat reconciled albeit because she was about to murder him and it was under threat and they came back in the helicopter and like nobody the second they said stop fighting everyone stopped fighting like no one wanted to be doing it except for his weird number two who was like I've waited my whole life to fight by your side <laughs> yeah yeah but like I thought that was really sad I didn't like to see that because um, at the very beginning when she was underwater and looking at the culture with him it was such a beautiful moment and uh, I was that was good that, but here's yeah. here's where I'll be a bit controversial because I actually thought Aquaman define controversial I, well it always comes down to DC and Marvel right <laughs> and I tend to be very much in the Marvel camp but it, I actually it thought it doesn't always come to do those two I thought Aquaman two. Aquaman did a better jo- me and the, all of online um I thought Aquaman actually did a better job of world building, if I'm honest, and was more visually interesting and colourful. And I think Ryan Coogler made a very distinct choice um, with this in that you it is very dark. Now that is, that yeah. is which now, is what it would be. It exactly, yeah. it is dark underwater. There's no light now, and they go to lengths to explain that they've got a vibranium sun and some glowy blue earthworms or whatever. But like. Aquaman doesn't make a lick of sense why everything is so colourful and br- vibrant mm-hmm. but by God it looked amazing and there was an octopus playing the drums yeah. and it was just like for me it was just a bit more uh, of a treat for the eyes I, I thought this world and the um, production design of it were a bit sort of uninteresting I gotta say Well they were just more realistic it actually frankly made me feel panicked because once uh, only once have I ever tried like actual like visiting a sea underwater sea diving, sea. and um I like nearly had a panic attack and turns out if you're like asthmatic it's not a good idea but I didn't know that at the time and uh, 
like I, I I felt really sick when they were in the diver's suit like watching it because it felt really realistic I never felt that with Aquaman because obviously it was just ludicrous also it's because she specifically like got in the suit and was really deep underwater and I thought like what if something comes and like smashes her helmet I don't know it felt too realistic no see I, I had the complete opposite reaction I thought all of that just looked really silly and floaty and they were just like zipping all over the place and oh, I thought it was compar- really nice I was like I for I was such a loser for a second I was like oh my god what if like him and Letitia Wright fell in love and like they could both rule these incredible kingdoms together yeah. that was where my head was that's where your head was at yeah. the be- in the middle of this movie <laughs> do you know there um, was a point when they there was a point in the movie where I was like thought it was coming to an end and then a whole new plot happened and it was the boat thing them going out to yeah. sea and I thought oh god I thought it was nearly finished as much as I then enjoyed the boat scene I like had moments where I was like wait what you're starting a new story now well I was okay I was with it at that stage like I thought and when it- he came to Wakanda and attacked I thought that was the climax of the movie I thought the third act was actually good and n- normally it's the opposite in, in a lot of yeah, Marvel stuff I actually thought the first act and the middle bit were the weakest I such a, it made me really sad as well though to see Wakanda like destroyed like I, I don't want to see that like to me Wakanda's like an impenetrable fortress third time we see Wakanda it's already being destroyed do you know what I mean like Marvel can't hold anything dear yeah and it just was really sad and it also annoyed me because if they all know that they attack from the water why are there people like out in boats they were stuff? so stupidly yeah. unprepared <laughs> yeah. because she gets back after knowing that they're gonna come for them yeah. and then all the only line of dialogue we get is raise the shields make sure the shields are okay and it's just like you fucking idiots they came in before under the shields yeah. through the water like how are you so unprepared and yeah there's no, people just like in the sky. just watching these people in boats I'm like yeah. you fucking idiots yeah that really annoyed me that annoyed me so much it just didn't make sense but it's because the film's like oh it needs to be attacked now No, but, but I'm like yeah, we've got like, like the most logical clever essential character would never allow that to happen exactly I think, I think this film suffers from some logic flaws some plot holes and it was just like it kept taking me out and being messy um, so so look there was stuff I really I really liked the end I thought it was really um, I love the end beautiful yeah. I loved I was crying at I the loved end. this whole sort of um, this other sort of parallel all the Shuri stuff was excellent this whole like her sort of uh, shirking traditionalism and rituals for technology that all felt and, and progression and that all felt very consistent with her character and to end it you know f- finally on her like doing the morning ritual for Aww, her mother and, and, and her brother and she said like she said like I don't want to remember my brother so we see the brother at the very beginning or we see them talking about him and images of him in the kind of initial death scene but she's burying herself in and work and then she says I don't want to think about my brother I don't talk about my brother and it's only at the very end no of the we film. don't see him at the beginning no I'm saying we see images of him and they're talking about him as he's dying and then we see the Marvel yeah, intro but we never see images of him you ever, do in the Marvel the intro end. oh in the Marvel intro that's yeah, what I'm sorry. saying yeah, yeah. and then we don't see them again till the. and I love the Marvel intro with him I thought that was really beautifully done and the silence um, and then at the end we, we wait till the end to see him again because she's finally remembering him and it's all happy memories Yeah. and I just lo- I thought that was so beautiful now I, re- I, I agree I loved it uh, and I really thought the closing credits were very classy and beautiful mm-hmm. the music was lovely and the Free. just those close up shots of the their ritual garbs you dress being, the, being, being you burned. burn the funeral dress which yeah. is beautiful tradition nice idea and the um, but the thing that like so I thought the next scene where they um, introduced T'Challa Junior, um, firstly, very cute little actor. Uh, he was very adorable, but I, it, it kind of like, uh, and I thought it was lovely seeing Letitia Wright's performance reacting to him. But it did just feel like, 
Oh, it's just like. But so also we're, now we're going to have Black Panther 6. But she's it's going to be Black him. Panther. And like, I'm why just did like. have to immediately undermine her? Well, that too. By introducing a I know. new character? It was just like, I don't. I, I think it was a bit of a. Uh, bit of a dud moment if I'm honest um, and also like why also, why, why did, did you keep him a secret yeah, from why is Shuri this? all this time like he's like five or six and then and then she says um, like your brother want, like I don't think her brother would have kept that a secret from her yeah. I really don't um, and I don't think because they, they also said that the mother has met him and is aware of him so like I'd be super pissed off if yeah. I was Shuri and it's just like you be keeping this from me the whole time yeah um, well. so anyway but look I think that's kind of um, that's kind of the movie I don't know we've rabbited on for a, we for a always while. talk way too much about these movies but it's because there's now so many of them you can't help but retread issues you've had with other ones or like things that have happened in other ones because they're all so linked with each other yeah. even I know the, the tip of the spear of Wakanda that warrior who I love who kind of lost and got her job back oh we didn't even movie. talk about that she was in Captain America the Winter Soldier right um, wasn't she in that yeah like, she is yeah ages? briefly yeah yeah um, I thought she was in a few episodes but sorry why so did I really <laughs> liked her and I was like I'm really pleased to see her on screen again she's awesome but why did 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 she have this subplot which again just felt kind of shoehorned in and pointless where Angela Bassett this is the scene where she chewed up the scenery yeah. where she was like so over the top like you lost my daughter you're fired um, I'm just like we don't have time for all this and yeah, Angela Bassett's like you lost everything I lost everything your husband's in jail I'm like huh I don't remember the plot with her and her husband from do you know Glasgow. she got she got very um, um, what's her what's her name from Scandal it was like that Olivia Pope Olivia Pope it got very like staccato sentences yeah I, I think... am the queen yeah it was just a lot but I think the they shouldn't have been harking back to subplots from the previous movie on her and her husband and I include by when I say subplot from a previous movie I include um, Martin what's Martin Freeman, Freeman in yeah, that like yeah. you don't need to keep referencing the first movie especially when there's been so many movies in between and we've seen them all yeah. in other movies like that's fine but like that's past now this movie's bloated it's confused it, that scene confused me um, so yeah that that was weird but I just think that the overall the ending was lovely and forget about it, never watch post credit scenes that's my advice yeah well and also always google in the moment or beforehand are there post credit scenes because I, there aren't there isn't any after the credits and I checked this so we got up to leave after the mid credits one and there were people still waiting and I, they were going to get nothing and I was like do I just like I got a moment where I was like do I tell these people they won't believe you though they'll just but is that anyway. weird and then I was I got to the end of the stairs and I was like should I turn around and like make an announcement <laughs> to the whole cinema guys you're wasting your time there's nothing and they but do like, to tease you because like in She-Hulk sometimes there was post credits so sometimes there wasn't so we were like schmucks at the I end just of every feel, She-Hulk I, I just felt for those people there were about eight people left in the cinema who were just going to be <laughs> disappointed um, also by the way uh ending on Wakanda Forever so we both did enjoy it albeit it had basically the typical issues you'd have with the Marvel movie um, no I don't agree that these are the typical issues with the Marvel movie I th- some uh, of them no, are but typical. all of them can be summed up as trying to do too much and trying to do too much yeah, and, also, all of them can be and trying to set up a load of other things yeah, it, uh, all, I mean the specifics are different but the overall is the same criticism right yeah. um, but I'm obsessed with Letitia right now Yeah, yeah. like come on what an actress great like, work imagine being 
in those two films at the same time like yeah. that's just so incredible incredible anyway um, thanks for listening to, thanks for listening head over to patreon.com forward slash the cinemile as we mentioned we do a ton of TV and movie reviews we forgot to mention we're also doing recaps on Love is Blind season 3 yep which we're completely addicted to um, we finished <laughs> come and find us on Instagram at cinemile uh, we're on letterbox now which we're having loads of fun on and yeah. loads of you connected with us so or you can email us at thecinemile at gmail.com um, Twitter may or may not even exist by the time yeah, we keep you're saying listening that. to this I think it's less likely to exist it's by like, no minute. but now it's like as of right now it is, they're saying it may not be working by Monday <laughs> like they're so they're so like short of staff and critical engineers it's mental yeah, what's happened in such a so short period anyway. we've only done like two episodes of this podcast in the time that Twitter has like exploded uh, so, so anyway yeah, yeah. thanks for listening best on Patreon Instagram or Letterboxd and yeah, see y'all soon. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.